everybody and welcome to uh, the 2018 edition of Living, Living the Scream, the behind the scenes of The, the Mummy and, and the Monkey, Monkey Show. Show with your hosts Janet Jay, also known as Janet Decay, The Mummy. And James Harmon, also known as Grim Gory, The Monkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, Happy New Year everyone. Yes, Happy New Year. Hope you guys had a great uh, holiday, a Christmas, a Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you're into. That's right. And oh. um... Had a, had a little break in between. And, yeah, we took uh, a little time off to, uh, from the podcast and from some other stuff uh, just to uh, clear the pipes, as it were, and, you know, uh, to kind of, you know, get our bearings and uh, enjoy some quality time as well, uh, you know, uh, with each other and whatnot. So, um, and, you know, refresh and all that jazz. So, but we're back. But we're back. And, uh, yeah, we are... Looking forward to a whole fresh new year. You That's know? right. Goals and things to, to do and uh, uh -huh. things to strive for. That's right. Striving. Can never get enough striving. <laughs> That's so, right. So I'm sorry we've been gone. Um, we were jerks and left you guys. No, we're not. Like I said, we, we need a little time <laughs> off. We were kind of overworking ourselves to the point to where, uh, you know, it's just getting to be... No, we're going to get burnt out. We don't want to do that. We want to keep this show fresh, like this popcorn I'm eating right now. That mm -hmm. popcorn does smell really good. That ain't bad. Hug and yourself. you've got potato chips and chip dip here. Yeah, we're sitting here. We've got a couple snacks. I got some drink. I got my Pepsi Cola straight up. Love Pepsi. And I have um, a little bit of Jack Daniels mixed in with uh, some tonic, tonic water and ice. Atomic water. Nice. Atomic water, yes. So, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to pass on the... Uh, arbitrary shot although you know hmm and we could still have a clinking of the glasses that's right that's right we could still so, have a cheers so we're so we're doing a cheers right now if, hold if you up can your drink. have a drink as well hold up your drink hold up your a, drink cheers to a new year all right cheers happy new year guys oh, happy ghoul year that's right mm. oh i gotta be like that pepsi's gonna be the, the death me. anyway uh yeah got some popcorn here i know um, Dandy potato chips, Dandy brand. I don't know if they have Dandy all around the country. I think they do, uh, but I, I, they're actually out of Ohio, I believe. Dandy does taste dandy. And then I have for chip dip Lawson's brand chip dip. Lawson's used to be a um, a, a convenience store here in uh, uh, the North uh, East Ohio. I think it might have been actually uh, other places too. But uh, growing up in the '70s and '80s, I think I actually go back to the '50s. Uh, Lawson's uh, made their own chip dip, and it was a pretty popular thing uh, originally. And they it was bought by a Japanese company. Lawson's was, and I, from what I understand, there there are to this at this time over there uh, actual Lawson's convenience stores in Japan. They wow. don't have here, but they didn't get rid of the chip dip. You can actually buy them at Circle K gas stations here. <laughs> Believe it or not, because I think this the podcast sponsored by. <laughs> well, you know, we're talking about you know this is all about what we're into and things like that. So <clears throat> all we're saying is if you can, uh, you want to eat what the mummy and the monkey eat uh, for a snack, track your track down yourself some Lawson's chip dip. And the, actually, the recipe is on. Uh, a, there's actually a Facebook page for Lawson chip dip. Oh, Lawson's. so so you can make your own at home yes. if you have the right ingredients. Yes, people have sent me uh, the. Uh, like a screen cap or something from, uh, I guess the Lawson's uh, chip dip page or whatever, but uh, how to make your own chip dip. Uh, but I think that they realize, they don't realize that you can actually still buy it. I actually still do. So anyway, but I think, uh, whoever sends me those things every, every now and again. Um, but if it ever got down to it, I, I can make my own now. Maybe but, in some parts of the, um, the planet, it's just harder to find. Yeah, you can dip anything in this. It's delicious. Anyway. Anyways. So excuse the munchy noises if you hear them. But we're, yeah, we're just munching and crunching I'm a little hungry. bit. We're sitting here in our living room with the uh, orange glow of our pumpkin lights uh, in, in the fireplace uh, once again. Yes, and, and just, just enjoying, uh, just chilling out at home. Yeah, back to where it started. It's uh, Sunday evening here in Cleveland. Uh, what is it, uh, January? It's Sunday, January 7th, 2018. Yeah, and um, we had a pretty fun weekend, pretty crazy weekend as, you know, as far as we're concerned. Um, did a lot of cool stuff. Uh, actually, for, we can do, go over uh, what we did for over the uh, break and all that, over the holiday mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, let's start with what we did that? over the break. Right. Um, so for Christmas Eve, you know, we visited our moms. Got to see my brother, and it, 
was kind of quiet. Just hung out with some family that live in the area. Mm-hmm. You know, we had dinner, exchanged wow, some food. I know, nothing super exciting. And then um, we took a couple days off. We did work a few days before then at the shop. Um, and what else did we do? Let's see. Oh, for New Year's. Then New Year's came up, okay? And... The weather started getting really bad in Cleveland, where it was like two degrees, negative wind chills. Arctic sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, snow storming. Because normally when... Nor, what was that sound? Oh, their phone. That Keep was, Okay, anyway. But normally for New Year's, we would, <laughs> we would go out and, and party and go out dancing and all that, that stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, when, when the weather's this bit, like... I didn't want to go out anywhere. I just well, wanted to stay in. That's right. I had an idea. I, I, so we, we we started talking about what our plans for our New Year's is. Because, you know, again, we try to do something different, just sort of break the monotony of, you know, uh, you know working and, and working. Or, or yeah. just sitting around the house, but we love, which we love to do. But, you know, we need some playtime. You know, go out and do something or figure something out. So I mentioned to Janet and uh, kind of half joking, uh, we should do like a live broadcast to ring in the New Year. As Mommy the Monkey, and she just thought that was a good idea. Yeah, um, because we were wanting to still like do stuff, but we didn't want to travel and be out in the weather. Right. Uh, so yeah, we we set up a, a little Facebook event, and it's on our YouTube. In case if um, you guys haven't seen it yet, we did a New Year's Eve uh, countdown with the Mummy and the Monkey. We were mm. calling it Happy Boo Year, a Happy Boo Year hangout. Yeah, we created an event up on Facebook and uh, shared it. Got all gussied up as the mummy. The mummy, you know, decorated a set a little bit, hung up some streamers, and you know, got some uh, party favors together to pretend, you know, or not to pretend, but to you know, put on the uh, to look festive to for get the into new the, year. Yeah, to get to, and um, and Grim, you had some costume changes. Yeah, I, I came up with sort of a, 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 a little bit of a bit to where I would uh, tr Grim would be showing uh, off a couple of possible new looks for the new year. Uh, you know, just get a new attitude for Grim Gory. And uh, I, I would just change out outfits. Like I had a couple of different wigs I had, and uh, what, what the first iteration was like a, I was calling it my Tommy Wiseau from uh, the, the guy that directed that bad movie, The Room. Sort of a tribute to him with a uh, long curly wig and and sunglasses. I was all Hollywood. And, uh, <laughs> what he thought as Hollywood. Yeah. And then the next thing was I, I had a uh, a dreadlock wig I had with the the Rasta hat, and I grabbed a pair of round silver sort of. Uh, John Lennon type glasses, and I was, and I, for some reason, uh, the bad pun bug bit me, and I uh, grabbed a box of pasta out of the cupboard, and I was calling myself a pastafarian. I know, bad joke, <laughs> but you had to be there. You had to be there, folks, and uh, we want to thank the people that did tune in, uh, the 40 plus people. Wow, a lot of people, but that, that was a good start because, um, you know, we're. Even though, like, we upload videos to YouTube, mm -hmm. you know, for the Mummy and the Monkey and for our video blogs or vlogs, whatever the heck you call them, mm -hmm. we're still getting the hang of doing YouTube Live. And right. I've done a few YouTube Lives, like, from my cell phone. Right. Um, but from our computer, it's, like, a whole other animal. And it's um, it's a lot of fun, but we, we're learning that we need a better webcam. Right. We need to make sure the lights are set up just right. So basically, we set up um, Janet's laptop as you know in front of our, our our set and got to where you know we framed the shot and then we you know Janet lit the the studio up best we could. A lot has to do you know these the camera quality. We should get on order on a, on a better camera as well. Right, because we were using just like the webcam that was built into my laptop. Right, which. Kind of stinks. It, it, it's um, yeah. a real fuzzy kind of picture. Even with all the bright studio lights up, it still didn't really look as good as I was hoping for. Right. But the audio sounded great, and we were still able to interact with everyone just enough. So it was a good start, and, and we're learning from this experience. We've had other you know, famous YouTubers wanting to do more live videos with us. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember if we mentioned it in our last podcast. We did do a live YouTube with um, a YouTuber, and he goes by the name of the Golden uh, Golden Finger Picker. He's a reseller. He does And he's reselling. a reseller. He's yeah. not a movie host, but he grew up watching Sammy Terry on TV. Yeah, he, uh, right, so he's a fan of the genre of horror hosting. And he's just, he's a... Uh, 
a pick, you know, sort of a picker flipper uh, type guy out of Florida. He and his wife do it, Kim, uh, and they, they, you know, they buy stuff and for low and sell it for a lot, you know, and they're and they're very successful at it. But he caught wind of our show and uh, was really liked what we were doing, so he asked us if we could be on. We would like to be a guest because he'll do live chats with other resellers, you know, via their home computer, and we just sort of all use that. Um, and it, it's awesome interface and. Yeah, we, we he we, gets thousands of followers. Like just in this one, that one yeah, night we did that thousands. chat, I think he had like two or three hundred people watching. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. So, so we that was really out, fun. And we started out in characters, Mummy and the Monkey, and you know, it was, it was, uh, Janet and Grim, and uh, for about the first 15, 20 minutes of the show, and then we, uh, then I just you know kind of transformed into James and Janet. Uh, well, she was still Janet, but well, I took the eyeball, <laughs> the, the contact lens out, yeah. and took the mummy jacket off, yeah, and I the just headband had, or whatever. Yeah, so I still had the makeup on, but... Um. But New Year's was great. I mean, it, it, and it was exciting because of the interaction, and that's something that we want to explore. We hinted on this on a couple of podcasts ago, and I believe this is episode 26 of the show, but I could be wrong, but we'll check out. But anyway, a few podcasts ago, we were talking, kind of hinting on, we have uh, some ideas for uh, the New Year and how we want to do our show. Um, I'm thinking, you know, when we discussed this, I think this might be what we want to do. I think we want to do at least one live broadcast a month, if not two. Uh, and it would be great to have an entire season of just, we would, whenever we want to do a, a show, we'll do a live broadcast with a movie. Yeah, so um, thank you again, Dino Ewell from Horror Town yeah. and the Late Late Horror Show, Dino and Ted. Big ups to those guys. So he also suggested we, we get into the YouTube live, and this was months ago, and I I downloaded um, a program he recommended mm -hmm. because we, yeah, what, what you said earlier, we would like to have a horror hosted live broadcast on YouTube um, where we could click it back and forth where we're like, we do a video and then we click over to the movie where that way you guys can watch a public domain movie with us and interact and inter live. and that way you could chat and interact live yeah. while this is going. Yeah. Um, the Monster Channel on EerieLateNight.com, uh, Bone Jangler, Halloween Jack, Halloween Jacqueline. Those guys are great. There's a similar um, where you can watch shows and people can chat, but it's not live. Well, the chat is live. The chat so. is live, but the video they play is yeah, stuff the, they the already content. edited and right. put together. Right. It's already um, prepared shows. So they're cool too, and you know we we, we you know kudos to them. They've got a radio show going. Yeah. You know, a lot of good people in the horror community and the reselling community as well. Yeah, they're they're very um, reminiscent of what the horror host underground was trying to do before the internet was uh, the way it is now. And I hope this net neutrality thing doesn't uh, start throwing um, you know sort of uh, roadblocks in the way for uh, people wanting to broadcast. Because I tell you. I like watching television and t and any programming. Something you know, I like watching stuff, right? I'm a huge uh, video file, audio file, like other stuff. And uh, my viewing habits of habits, both of our viewing habits have changed dramatically as far as how we watch what we watch. You know what With, we consider entertainment. Right within the past five years, like I, I, I we we have like basic cable we don't pay for extra cable channels we mostly watch stuff on youtube netflix. and netflix right you know um before we were even together like i dropped the cable tv and i was only watching stuff online yeah so i paid for online but dropped the channels because i wasn't even watching tv much so and i don't know how you listeners are out there if you're pretty much like in the same boat but yeah a lot of people have been going to like youtube netflix amazon so, so okay so that's a good question there i'm thinking and maybe i'll figure it out as i talk it through but what okay so a studio makes uh a stranger things type of thing right they i guess well you know what? i guess it's the money I guess they need the money. I guess it comes down to how that's got made. Because a, sh a show like Stranger Things and, and all the Marvel stuff, that's actually, I believe, paid for by Netflix. I think Netflix puts the money up for the production of those things. But Yeah, I'm not sure how that works in all honesty. I know a long time ago, Netflix was seeking independent films and yeah, shows and documentaries for content. Yeah, they, they were exclusive content. Right, they were trying to build up their content. But now they have so many people going to them... Yeah. That they that they're like 
you know, it's it's like a major network. Netflix can be treated as like a major network showing exclusive content. But you can fund, uh, let's say, okay, you can come up with an idea for one, let's say a show. Doesn't have to be, it's a series, whatever. You have an idea for 10 episodes of this thing. You can get it funded multiple different ways. You know, no, say you have a budget of, you know, a million dollars. And you make that million dollars, right? Uh, then you make your show. And so now you have this content. What's stopping you from saying, hey, we got uh, this new show. I guess it's a distribution thing because Netflix can give it to people right away. You could. There's nothing. You, there's nothing stopping a person from taking a show, creating their own website, and having people pay to watch that content instead of paying Netflix. Pretty much, but it, it's a matter of building up that following and getting it's, yourself out there so people. It's distribution. Can, so people know yeah, about it. It's a distribution it. thing, but you can though. I mean, it's really yeah. crazy. It's not like you, you know. It can be done, but it's going to be harder without a major um, site or channel or right. some type of platform backing you. Yeah, yeah. So and gonna, and yeah. that's why you know, even though YouTube has its flaws and flukes, and we complain about it from time to time. Um, if you're doing the live stuff, it's really good if, if you, you know, have people that are tuning in and wanting to interact. Right. You know, if you're like more independent like we are. So we got to be, we gotta, so, but every, all these things are done to make a profit, okay? This stuff's not done for free. We're doing that, you know. We're doing things uh, for the, because we love to do it. Well, we're also trying to monetize on some of it as well, but we want to, yeah, we still want to have content out there that people can. Monetization, uh, go ahead. We still want to have content out there and some things for people to listen to and watch for free. Monetization is, it, it, you have to have millions of views to make any any kind of little bit of a money. Now, so, but I think what we're doing is we're probably more on the uh, the, the business model, if you want to call it, uh, of, of making a profit so we can continue to do this, uh, like what the music company does now. With <coughs> merchandise. Well, yeah, we, yeah. we create content that... that that creates an audience that who then may want to purchase the content itself or merchandise surrounding the, the, the property, you know, like mm -hmm. our t-shirts or whatever. Right. Stuff. Or we, or, or we sell other things that aren't related necessarily, yeah. but it, it's, it goes, to, it's the same vision. It's yeah. the same business. Could we continue on just making content just for fun? And, and yes, we can. I mean, we could, if we were more, um, I think people like stability where they like to have a new thing out every week. They want to see what's going on next. And if we take a break um, or don't get things out on a schedule, I think sometimes the fans maybe get disinterested or maybe forget about you. Mm -hmm. um, it's fast-paced. It's, and it's, it's tough when it's like a husband and a wife trying to edit everything and well, put stuff together um, you have to make excuses before <laughs> and, and, and you're it, already not going to do it yeah yeah and then that's me probably just making excuses so. yeah let's not yeah i don't want to you know talk you know <laughs> we want to do it but it's hard to do it well then no do it so we're trying we're trying of course yeah of course I mean, and that's all we can do is try but you know think of well what about other uh stuff that's still out there like twilight zone i'm sure that that show still generates a lot of money based on its popularity they haven't made any new episodes but they have, you know, the equity. Well, in Well, it's also iconic, right. and, and it was something that really well, stood same, out. Right. I'm not comparing us to that at all. I'm just saying, uh, you know. But there's so there's other there's I, that whole thing about having new content, and maybe uh, I'm trying to think of anything I watch or listen to that I really want all the time. New stuff. I like to go back and watch old stuff. Well, it would almost be like okay, let's say if Twilight Zone had one episode out in 1960, mm -hmm. and they didn't put anything new out. Until 1963. Mm -hmm. So three years of, you know, time has already gone by and, and maybe the viewers wanted to see more, but now they yeah. have to wait and then maybe they forget about you. Yeah, or... we're, yeah we're, we need to work out. Or, I mean, so the, you need some type of consistency and we both have to get better at that. And I know, um, you know, you work a full time gig. I'm uh, helping with the business full time. So maybe we can almost record separate parts for the podcast and then put them together. Whatever you, I mean, there's, this is a very fluid uh, platform. There's no, I, I like to mix it up. I like to have different uh, 
ideas to, to you know recording you know on the go or maybe a mini like uh, a mini tape recorder or one of those mini digital recorders yeah, i mean however you can record some people Just, yeah yeah i don't think people care about how you know it's interesting it actually could be uh, turned into something interesting hey they recorded this on this i mean can you hear a difference out there what do you think of this sound i mean should we, you know, keep doing this type? Right now we're recording on the laptop, you know, straight on the laptop but with a built-in microphone. So nothing fancy here. I mean, it's pretty bare-bones stuff, you know. We're, we're uh, But, you know, it, it's almost like when you go see a movie, you know. That's that's their problem now in Hollywood is they think that you're going to like a movie because it has all this flashy CGI and no story. I can watch a, a movie that has no CGI but the story is so compelling or interesting or entertaining or funny that that's what I'm lost in. I'm not lost in the in the bells and whistles. Right, I, I just I hate a lot of the new movies for that because there's well, like I, I, I understand what you mean, the topic, but in I'm general, the principle in general, you want some type of substance. Right. right. So it, I understand what you're or saying. Or entertainment, you know, whatever. With, it is. with any entertainment, it, it, it could be totally vapid, but it can be entertaining. You know, it doesn't have to have any any. Uh, well, there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of people putting videos out that I love, and they're doing it on no budget. Right. You know, just on their phone, on their computer. I think there's a lot to, and I, I always you know, talk about this people, other people, like, uh, I wonder if Hollywood and, and, and networks are worried that you got people out there just doing a show in their living room, of sometimes just opening, opening up a package that they got in the mail, and it gets tens of millions of views. Those, they, that's, all, that's eyes on something that you could have a product on. For, you know, that's what it's all about, is like, put this into, in front of someone so they might buy it. There's some YouTubers that get so many hits and so much of a following where companies will purposely send them things so they can do unboxing videos. They pay they pay exorbitant amounts of money, uh, advertisers, to get on a show. And they're, they're I mean, you, it's got to have happened. There have definitely been shows that were funded by, you know, uh, sponsors or whatever that not didn't get as many views or, 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 or fans as some of these, you know, locally or, or, or like internet-produced uh, uh shows and, 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 and things like that. I mean, that that's really interesting that someone could do something that's so entertaining without any budget. Mm -hmm. And then you have places or things that are funded and, and cost lots of money, create a lot of jobs. I guess that's good for that you know industry, but nobody cares about it. They just could care less. But no, I got to see this guy, you know, uh, talk about skateboards or something or, you know, like what? Like this guy's getting tens of millions of views. This girl's getting tens of millions of views. Uh, opening up a package or showing you, you know, what they bought today, you know, like the haul videos. It's incredible. Well, I mean, just this morning, while uh, having coffee, I was looking up, and and it's like uh, not much of anything, but I still find it interesting. And and this guy gets thousands of views, and it, he was uh, showing off his vintage Hot Wheel car collection, huh. and like saying what he paid for on each car on eBay. Like I guess he goes on eBay to look for cars. Yeah, and I'm thinking, well, that way I know which old Hot Wheels cars to look for. Well, sure. Yeah. Like when we go out. You know, for the, but, uh, the sourcing for our, our, our resale shop. Yeah. Uh, resale so, business. I mean, yeah. like, or I'll look up some. Yeah. I, it's Excuse just me. so. It doesn't have to be Hollywood to be entertaining. No, I think that's the point now. I think that, you know, that America, or the world, I should say, forget about America, that the world has found a way to entertain itself. And with all the corruption. Mm -hmm. Going on with Hollywood, Girl. you know. <laughs> There's some inappropriate stuff going on around here, but we're not going to talk about that. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke, honey. Jeez. It's not inappropriate if both Wait consent to it. Wait till we go to break. It. You're going to see. <laughs> oh, jeez. Just kidding. But uh, no, yeah. With you know, well, that's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. But um, anyways, so yeah, we had a nice break, and, and it kind of put things into perspective, and we were able to reflect and think about what we really want to do with this, um, what we want to try for the Mummy and the Monkey for our vlogs, you know, to build a following with the horror community and the reselling community too. Yeah. So don't fret, Mummy and Monkey are back on the scene, baby. We never left. Matter of fact. We're gonna push forward with this thing and uh, see what we can uh, see if we can pioneer a little bit if we can, if at all, uh, with horror-hosted uh, content, uh, bringing you uh, our, the fans out there a, a, a live show where you can interact with us live in real time, the time it's being broadcast, which we're thinking might be a Friday night around 10 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. We're thinking about doing a two-hour show, hour an hour and a half to two-hour show. 
uh, with a movie, skits, and all that kind of stuff. So. Oh, that would be great. So that would be like, as soon as the shop closes, hurry up and let's be Mummy or Monkey. We, and we even entertain. That would be exciting. We're even entertaining the possibility of doing this in our store with a live studio audience. Yeah, we we had a, a regular suggest that we do a live audience. Rick Bub. Yeah, yeah, Rick, yep. Our good buddy, Rick Bub. So he's a convention friend, a customer at the shops. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, yeah and, it's, um, it's definitely a possibility. It is I a think. possibility. We just have to think about how we... It would, it would be a lot of planning, and we would uh, need a lot of help with yeah. something like you're, that. You're going to want to be there for the, uh, the, the the probably the test that we'll have to do. <laughs> and then if we were to do that, we would we could only have a certain amount of people as the audience, or maybe we could raffle off tickets or something. Yeah, I don't think anybody's Or do like a giveaway. Front, never they know. might be. You, you never, never know. know. We're really like 10 to 15 people at the most, you know, some fold-out chairs, that kind of thing. Yeah. Sitting on just the... to keep it, keep it small. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn or something, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Get it all, have it all fun. Anyway, uh, one quick thing that we kind of glossed over, going to rewind a little bit, go back to Christmas time. So, uh, you know, again, this is just all behind the scenes stuff. Probably doesn't mean anything to anybody, but I thought it was funny. So every year, you know, people that are celebrate Christmas, they put up a Christmas tree, right? Oh, well, we forgot yeah, about I did that. Not so this would be a fun way to end this uh, first half. So. Um, Waited forever to put up a tree, and it was like about four days before Christmas, the actual day of Christmas. I started putting, I dragged the tree out, started putting it up. It's a artificial tree, and uh, got it just a year ago, I think, at Target. But anyway, put the sucker up, put the lights on it, and then it's in three sections. So the first two sections slide into each other, and then the last section is a little bit of a peg in a hole type of thing. And it wasn't the best connection. So from the top part, the top third of the tree sort of had sort of leaning. You know, off to the side, very strange. So it looked askew. You know, it's sort of a, a, a like a leaning tower of Pisa type of looking tree. And we're sitting on the couch, uh, Janet and I, and I looked over at it. I was like, "Yeah, I'll fix that tree sometime. I gotta find some kind of like green wire or some black wire so I can sort of, uh, you know, straighten out the top, kind of anchor it to the the, the piece below or something. Uh, and do you know where we have any of this wire?" And Janet looked at me, and without missing a beat, said, "You should make it a Negan tree." And my eyes lit up like a little kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And she's not even a fan of the show of Walking Dead. Yeah, he loves Walking Dead. He'll watch it religiously. I think Walking Dead is okay. I'll watch it with it's him not about sometimes. Walking, yes, but you're not a big fan. But, I'm not a big fan. But because this tree had that lean. Right. Now, if you know the character Negan from The Walking Dead, the actor who plays it, uh, uh, has this like little bit of a tick where he struts around all cocky holding his baseball bat Lucille with the barbed wire wrapped around it, leather jacket, blue jeans, and he walks around and he as he, as he talks, he kind of does a little bit of a, like a lean or a cocky type, look what we have here, and he'll like kind of lean back a little bit. Uh, and, and it's sort of, he's getting called out on it and people make fun of it. I think they call it the Negan lean or something like that. But right away I saw what I had to do, went out, found a plastic bat at a Goodwill, uh, blue... Took a pic, you know, found some photos of him online, the, the character. Negan uh, printed out big, you know, probably life-size head of the guy. Cut it out, you know, mounted it on some foam core, cut it out. Uh, made it, rigged it up so I could put it on the top of the tree like a star. He wears a red, like, scarf around his neck. Have a, happen to just have a red scarf. Uh, <laughs> made small little, like, four-inch high cutouts of uh, some walkers. I'm not going to call them zombies. Walkers and uh, some of the cast from Walking Dead. And instead of a tree skirt, uh, in lieu of that, I used a black leather jacket for the because he wears a leather jacket in the show as the tree skirt. So uh, we took we posted some pictures up on our Facebook accounts mm-hmm. and uh, even tried to send post it on the the Talking Dead, uh, the show that comes on after the wrap up show that they show after Walking right. Dead. Right, and we also put it on the Mummy and the Monkeys Instagram. Yeah. So I'm sure a lot of the people that follow us have seen it. Um, but I did try to tag the Talking Dead, Walking Dead, um, the actor that plays Negan. I tried to tag as many people as I could in hopes of that being a thing where everyone's going to try to make a Negan tree. Yeah, so everybody go to our checkout if you're interested in seeing the Negan tree. It's on our Instagram. Go back in time and look at that. Hashtag the mummy and the monkey. That's right. So it uh, looks like we're coming to the end of part one of our uh, new show for 2018 
Uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with part two of Living the Screams. tale of jealousy and what happens when the little green-eyed monster starts to gnaw at your innards. Yes, I calls it slumber nice. <laughs> I'm taking you to a plantation on a private island in the West Indies. <laughs> oh, there's the beach of the long white sands just ahead of you. The tall palms are swaying and a-waving to welcome us across the blue evening. <laughs> yes, listen to the natives over there in the little village. They're all relaxing from their day's work in the cane fields. <laughs> oh, there ain't nothing to disturb you here. Not one thing, except Manuel, the giant zombie of Devil's Cove. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look, see the big house over there in the midst of the plantation garden. A party is just coming to a close. Yes, they've been celebrating the engagement of the landowner's beautiful daughter, Matilda, to young Jason Barnes, the handsome overseer of the plantation. <laughs> oh, everyone were happy. Everyone, except in Madame Tulip. Oh, yes, Madame Tulip, the beautiful native companion to Matilda. Yes, oh, she weren't taking it so good, cause she wants Jason for herself. <laughs> oh, she ain't as happy over the common wedding as she's been making out. And there, there's Madame Tulip now, a-going into a room on the far side of the manor. Oh, her pretty face is set hard. She's got a plan, a plan to stop the wedding between Matilda and Jason. A deadly plan, oh, a real deadly plan. Look at her. She's luring the giant zombie, Manuel. She's going into a voodoo trance as she moans into the wind. <laughs> Listen to her now. She sleeps, Manuel, in an upstairs room. She must not wake. Her bed's her tomb. The wailing wind softly with blood and death, Matilda sleeps. Strike now, Manuel. It is my will. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, Madame Tulip's chanting got across to Big Manuel in his cave out there. And he come in like she knowed he would. <laughs> He's coming into the garden now. His monster big footsteps a-sloshing and a-pounding slow and heavy through the flowers and the shrubs. He's staring straight ahead out of his green glittering eyes. He's crushing a path heavy toward the stairway to Matilda's room. Yes, <laughs> yes, sweet Matilda, innocent Matilda. Oh, look at how she's lying there. Yes, beautiful, beautiful, doomed young thing. <laughs> uh, listen to her easy breathing. Mm. <laughs> she don't know what's before her. 
She don't know manowers are coming. <laughs> yes, a kittenish wind claws and nibbles at the lacy curtains on the French doors. Slumber nice, Matilda. Dream easy, my darling, cause it might be your last chance. <laughs> Manuel's coming up the stair, his feet are slapping cold and solid on each step. There he is on the balcony, now. You can see his huge shadow blocking out the moonlight. Look at him! His starving, thick mouth is slavering purple with a desire for blood. Oh! Oh, how delightful! <laughs> yes! <clears throat> He's walking slow over to the bed, his mammoth hairy hands dangling long and loose out of the torn sleeves of his filthy shirt. Yes! <laughs> yes! A staring and a gasping down. Matilda's moving in her sleep. She's waking up. Manuel's big hands reach out toward her. <laughs> oh, now don't worry, cause Jason come in just in time to shoot the zombie and save his beloved. Oh, young love is so delightful. Oh, 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 oh. And are you wondering about Madame Tulip? Well, they took her out to a special made guillotine and chopped off her head. <laughs> it rolled into the bucket. And I picked it up and put it in my apron and ran off with it. <laughs> Would you like to see it? Oh, yes, I forgot. I gave it to poor, lonely Jenny Boggs to play with. show hello part two second part half two. of our first episode of 2018 our first vlog our, f- our, our, our first podcast podcast what am i at <laughs> our, our cat jack right here he's coming up to me for a little loving and he has a stinky butt he's winking at me with that you know oof. Anyway. I, I hate it when cats moon people anyway um yeah so that um uh, I think we kind of covered what we, you know, what we wanted. Any more? Anything else you want to talk about about the show as far as what we have planned for coming? You know, we still haven't picked out the movies that we want to show. Uh, I mean, we ha- I have some. Well, I have some that are downloaded. I just have to go in and see which ones I had picked out because a couple weeks back I was uh, going oh. through on archive.org and publicdomainmovies.net and looking at some selections. Well. But there, there's a lot of good ones on there that other hosts have shown, but not as frequently. Mm. So, and I'm also trying to find um, some that aren't super long. They might be easier to cut to fit into the show. Well, why don't you talk about the uh, 
the mystery movie we put together. Oh, yeah, that is out there. on YouTube, and we did that over winter break, too, so that was another reason why we didn't really do as much podcasting as we had hoped for. Um, I wanted to, because season three isn't really technically out yet, I wanted to have something in between, and we had a ton of extra footage from, uh, you know, throughout the Various year. events we went to. From, from all these different conventions and events we've appeared at. Mm -hmm. um, we had interviews and little behind-the-scenes fun videos. So we put that together for the in-between segments, and the, we play a mystery monster movie. Yeah. So you have to watch it on our YouTube to see what movie we play. Okay, well, good, then we won't mention So that. I'm not going to mention the name of the movie. Okay. But mm -hmm. it, it's a good one. It's a classic. It's 1950s. Um, well, the reason I brought that up, too, is that we were talking about show movies, and we're in a little bit... Of a uh, conundrum, not a, well, not, I don't know if it's actually a conundrum per se, but, you know, so we show uh, these things called public domain movies, basically horror movies, B-movies, which means technically they're out of copyright, and you're, anyone's able to show them or do, some, do things with them, the public is, without paying any kind of fee or anything like that to, to, uh, to show it or whatever. We've been running into some... Um, problems you know when we upload oh, these shows right. to youtube so with this mystery movie we had that problem so so i had this mystery movie uploaded and shortly after they said someone claimed that they owned like a song that we used as a background music which during one of our segments right? during one of our segments yes um and it was to do with the movie no it had nothing to do with the movie so it was a really old like Maybe Rockabilly song that maybe no one's ever heard of that you and, and we both thought it was okay to use. So okay, that was on our bad. Maybe someone does own it. So we pulled it down. So we did pull it down because someone claimed it was theirs. Went back. I, we went back in and did more editing to take that song out. I created some original background music, you know, with my little bit of uh, limited knowledge of uh, guitar and and keyboards and um, and GarageBand on my Mac. And I made I put together some uh, you know uh, theme music and other stuff for the background just you know for I get rid of that stuff that we were using that someone claims that they own. And it turned out great. So thank you for doing that because that we really fun. needed just plain kind of basic original background music that we're not going to get dinged for. So right. I I went in and did that, um, put that in, re-uploaded everything, and then another company claimed. That the public domain movie that we used was something they owned, and then when I went through to look at this copyright claim, they, it was only a portion. It was of only it. a portion of the movie that they claimed that they owned. Okay. So I countered, or not countered, but you fought. You, you fought there. You, you disputed. Disputed it. I disputed the the case. The claim. The claim, whatever you call it. You're right. Because I I said this is a public domain movie, and it was on. This particular movie is on imdb.com as public domain. It's also on publicdomainmovies.net, archive.org. And on top of that, there's other people on YouTube that have this same freaking movie uploaded without anyone dinging them. Right. And it's like, what the heck? So I looked up this company after I did this dispute. And I think it's dropped now. I have to double check. Because at first they wanted to pull the movie and not show our video at all. Right. So I, I find them on Google and I message them on Google saying, why are you claiming that this movie is yours? And why are you claiming that you only own part of it? What is your explanation behind this? Because on like four different websites, it's public domain and there's other YouTubers that have this same movie uploaded. Right. Can you please explain? I'm, I'm wanting more information. Well, they never said anything back to me, but I mean, as far as I know, it's dropped now. I have to double check, but it's up there for people to watch. Right. It's the Mummy and the Monkeys mystery monster movie. Right. So there's some fun uh, footage on there that, um, yeah, and Janet uh, put all the sound drops and the, you know, the sound effects drops in the movie. That's all her, uh, let her take the controls on that. So you can, uh, Check out what she did with some of our um, sound effects and stuff like that. Uh, it's really fun. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's what we you know that was something that got done over the uh, over the break. So we didn't entirely didn't do en- not anything entirely. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, we did a YouTube live. We uploaded a whole new like different special. Epi- yeah, like an uh, just a special with uh, some never used. With the uh, footage yeah. we had. Yeah. I guess never before seen footage. Mummy or... the monkey stuff. Yeah. Yeah, just, mummy you know, the monkey stuff. Yeah, we got tons more too. So uh, we always wanted to do like a dump video, but I'm thinking we can do uh, one of our shows where we show, where we actually host our own, you know, we'll show outtakes and things. And We, we could do that. Yeah. Um, or do another mystery movie. But we also we have footage now from that one uh, convention, Genghis Khan. <laughs> That we could use for season three. We got we, we got that and way we got that big Chuck and Little John appearance we did. Oh, they cut an ID that's for right. us too. A show ID, and we got to use that in the next uh, our next. Yeah, episode. we have to use that for season three. So you know, so well, we're we're trying to piece that together finally, and um, you know, do more with the YouTube live events yeah. and, you know, if you guys are listening out there, we love feedback. So let us know what you think. Um, good, bad, ugly. We like feedback regardless. Yeah. You know, check us out on the mummy and the monkey.com. Uh, we have uh, the mummy and the monkey at gmail.com. Write us. And then you can write us snail mail, you know, P.O. Box 35534, Cleveland, Ohio, 44135 in the USNA. That's right. And all that information is on the mummy and the monkey.com. Uh, how to get a hold of us and where to find all of our stuff on the interwebs. Well, <laughs> we also did get a nice collection of Christmas cards, Happy New Year cards from our fans and friends. So thank you guys out there for uh, listening and for writing to us and sending us those cute cards. Yeah, and we'll definitely use some of that stuff if we get uh, some cool like artwork, you know, fan art or uh, or nice or even nasty letters from people. Uh, we'll probably wind up reading them on the show at some point. So yeah, and in, send them in. In our New Year's um, Eve live video, we did Boo Year's Eve. Our, our Boo Year's Eve or Ghoul Year, whatever we call it. Boo Year's. Boo Year. In our in our YouTube live video from the New Year's thing, um, we did an unboxing. We had um, some stuff that fans sent us for like Halloween and Christmas, and we uh, opened it then. Yeah, we showed you did a little bit of that there, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, I have to look back and see what we, uh, how many views this thing's gotten so far. But it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. I think it was up to three hundred at one point. It, it was, yeah, Which it is was nothing cool. in the scheme of things, but but for on the, us, it was a big deal for us. It's a good, it's a good step forward uh, to where we want to be. Yeah, I don't know if any other horror hosts, and hopefully, you know, look, if someone else is doing it, that's great. And if someone else does it because of what we're we're talking about, that's great too. You know. But uh, there, there's some opportunity here for so, for someone to come mm-hmm. in and do something fun with the the horror. I mean, that's the thing is how do you differentiate yourself from other programs? Let's say you know what can we do different? Well, you, you think mm-hmm. that everyone has their own unique personality or their own way Got of that. doing things. That's dumb. But so that that's I mean for for us and other YouTubers out there, it's just a matter of. You hope the audience likes you, and they right. they like your personality. They like what you talk about. Well, yeah, that, but that that being said, I'm talking about how, the presentation now. I mean, uh, doing a I don't know if anyone's doing a live uh, type of show with the movie. Well, the the horror reviewers like Dino and Ted, um, and then like his who are but those they even other? Tape their, their show they tape. No, they've done live shows oh, yeah? where people chat. Yeah, I've seen them live. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. And, oh, that's right. They, yeah, it says live now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll show you some video clips, and I'll, I'll watch, you know, whenever I see the notifications, so whenever I can. they do video clips within, or do they just talk? I mean, is it... Now it seems like they're just talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, but that's cool, because yeah. a lot of people like um, all those movie details. Yeah, i got to and... get caught up with all that. I'm, like, behind on uh, watching shows and stuff like that, so I need to get caught up. Yeah, so it's just, we, we need to get more consistent with it. We got to get a clearer webcam. Yes. We want we want it to Woo. be a decent photo, a decent picture. I almost said photo. It is very, very dry and cold here in the house. And I and not cold in the house, but in, you know, in the area. The, the air is, causing, is cold and dry outside. It's causing static electricity off the charts. I'm petting one of our cats right now on my lap. Hope I don't short my computer out. Every time I rub his fur... I feel the shock come through his little foot pads into my belly. It's crazy. 
He does hope he doesn't mind it. But you he needs to take smell. you need to take a dryer sheet and just like you rub can, them down. You can smell that static electricity. It's that really weird metallic type. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, Louie. Did he scratch you? <laughs> oh, I, I, he got shocked and then it went through my belly. He jumped. Man, Sometimes oh man, oh man. I'll pet them and their little nose will shock me. How am I supposed to pet you? And the tips of their ears too will shock you because it's got the skin. And they and the poor cats, they're wearing these 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 fur coats. these fur coats all day full of static electricity. Oh, That's gonna be irritating. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll be I'll try to be careful. Maybe we'll here. try the dryer sheets as long as it doesn't hurt them. Oh Lord. Some static <laughs> static guard or something. Spray it on us. But uh yeah. But and also um regarding our characters, Janet Decay and Grimgory, I want to do some mending on the costumes. And I want to tweak the costumes a little bit and maybe give uh, Janet Decay a slightly different look or or possibly just add another outfit to her wardrobe. Mm. Um, she always has like the kind of belly dance thing going on with the mummy wraps, but um, I'm thinking of a different look. Still mummy wrappings because she's a mummy, but how can I make it look different? And I've seen some things that have inspired me recently. Um, well, we okay. So during uh, our ooh, break, so over the weekend uh, or today, actually, or, and, and some things today that have we, inspired me. We went to the Cleveland Art Museum with our friends Tom and Lois out there. Hey guys, thanks uh, Tom and Lois for joining us. Yes, we always love their company. Um, they had never they're they're kind of new to Cleveland. Uh, they moved here a few years ago and uh, bought a home in Lakewood, and now they, uh, you know, they're like us. They they do they spend a lot of time at home. Uh, they're professionals in the uh, in the comic book industry actually, and. Um, they, uh, you know, we befriended them. They're, they're, they were regulars at our store, and we just started talking to them about comic books and things like that, stuff that we're all interested in, the movies. And now we're, we're fast friends. Anyway, we went to the art. They've never been to the Cleveland Museum of Art, and uh, for, the, uh, for the last few months, up into the middle of this month, they're doing a uh, Jazz Age show. It's yeah. all uh, art deco and, and, and art. It's work all and like sculpture. 1920s, 1930s. Fashion. Um, fashion, art, sculptures, some cars even. It's some cars even. And some cars even. What character was <laughs> that? Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss? It's <laughs> the state's left even. There were even cars <laughs> even. Anyway, oh, darling. It's just. We oh, went uh, dazzling. So, we, you know, we got our ticks and we went and saw this thing and it was a really cool exhibit and. Uh, yeah, and then he had, I mean, it was just all this uh, jazz, uh, music-inspired, art deco, fashion, you name it. Um, they had All of there. the, like, the Roaring Twenties kind of yeah. stuff. And it was, like, it, it wasn't as big of an exhibit as others that I've seen, but it was, like, the cream of the crop, yes. the top-of-the-line designer high-end. Yes. Like, there was, there was in pristine condition. Like, unbelievable stuff. Just, just gorgeous pieces there. Yeah. Um, Stuff. like they had little mini, um, like cocktail, not mini, but they had very elaborate cocktail shakers and flasks, um, drink sets. One looked like a metallic sculpture of an owl, but it was a, it was a drink shaker. The head came off and, but it was done so, you know, beautifully. <laughs> you would just think it's a statue or something, a metallic owl statue, uh, sitting on someone's, you know, mantle. But meanwhile, it's a, it's a cocktail shaker. But, uh. Yeah, so, and there's some flapper dresses there that, like, you were talking about just oh. before we started doing the show here, like, you want to yeah, do Yeah, I put up pictures on, um, well, my, my my regular Facebook, but maybe I'll put it on the Mummy and the Monkey Facebook group as well. Yeah. Um, because my character, Janet Decay, was a silent film actress. From, from the 20s. From the 1920s. Ooh. Who uh, became mummified, turned into a real-life mummy from, um... A prop that was used on the set, and it was actually an ancient Egyptian artifact with mystical with that had that was cursed. It had mystical mummy magic, I guess. Yeah. But um, the Cleveland Museum of Art has an Egyptian room, and that is like my all-time favorite yeah. thing there. I loved this 1920 stuff as well, but it's really cool because some of these jewelry pieces. Oh yeah. You can tell we're Egyptian inspired. Oh, Some of their scarabs, art, I mean, it was just the same scarab stuff. beetles. Yeah, it was. It was you know, just Egyptian in, in, in their jewelry, in the yeah. bracelets and necklaces. And this Straight was up. also during the time when King Tut was discovered. So there was a whole like Egyptian fad going on during the 1920s. Was it American Idol that, that found him? He was discovered. King Tut. Yeah. 
No, no, What's he was up, dog? Simon voted him off. Oh, I don't like your style. You're a bit dusty. Please leave the stage. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. No, he was so he was discovered. That sounds like he. You know. Well, they discovered King Tut's tomb in 1921, I believe. Yeah, he and William, so, William so Hung went off crying. Around that time, and even <laughs> even before then, because they were finding other tombs as well, and there was like this Egyptian kind of revival for that. Mm -hmm. um, and there was like a revival, blah, a revival for the love of. Um, you know, this, this different ancient art. And, and it was just neat to see this 1920s exhibit where you see this Egyptian inspired jewelry and then you go into, and it's, this is all in the same building. You know, you go down and in this other room, it's all the real deal. So let's, let, let's change the subject. Okay. Let's based on what we we're talking about, about your, about Janet Decay's where you know uh, origins. So we're talking about so the other another thing, and this is more mummy and monkey well, uh, stuff. What? Go ahead. Well, well, I was going to say I was thinking because the character was around in the 1920s. Uh huh. Maybe I can make a flapper mummy dress. Yeah, I got to see flapper that flapper girl like mummy costume. Woohoo! Do it. <laughs> but then I was thinking maybe she could even have a short hairdo if she wants. It's kind of like um hair don't. A hair don't, yeah. Um the old gem in the holograms or like Hannah Montana where you could just change your look instantly. I it's goofy, but you know, hey, it's my character. I'll do I'll do what I want. That's right. Um speaking of this, uh, other plans for the month. This has all been good. This is we haven't really talked about much reselling and that's fine because we could save that for another show. Yeah, we could save that for the next podcast but, and half uh, of it could be reselling. So but. yeah, so this is something else I want to talk about uh, about mummy and monkey related entertainment news is uh definitely in the works and it's kind of uh you know, kind of building on what you were talking about uh Janet Decay's origin. The Mummy and the Monkey comic book will be Ooh. coming out. You're going to work on it? By spring, I hope, yeah. The Mummy and the Monkey comic book. And, and the first issue, and I don't know how, how many issues it'll be. It might just be whenever I can, you know, crank one out here and there. What? Um, but I like the, the, the first issue, or I don't know if it's a one-shot or what, but it will definitely be, and hopefully done in an interesting way, uh, the origins of the characters. I mean, in, in good in, in detail, too. Uh, stuff that we couldn't probably do uh, on a no-string budget, you know, on a shoestring budget, We'd like to film this at some point uh, and get this out so we can establish the characters and their background. Because actually, uh, we actually have uh, um, some pretty cool uh, ideas. We think uh, on where they came from. Speaking of that, and, and, and well, I'll get, I'm all over the place. Yeah, you're all but over the place. Focus. I am. Bing. So finish what you're saying so, now. So the the first issue of the Mummy and the Monkey will go in depth of the origins of the characters, where they came from, and how they got to be. But it'll be all wrapped up within a, an actual story. Uh, it'll be done in, in an entertaining way. It won't be your average boring uh, origin issue. But it can't be boring because no one really out, knows. I don't think uh, a lot about our origins and stuff. So well, they, I think our they characters' know. origins. Yeah. For the people that watch regularly or maybe follow us a little more thoroughly, maybe they. I'm sure they know. But the but comic book be, is a nice introductory. But this will way be to uh, set, get yeah. people into it, and they're going to be a limited number. So, are you thinking each comic book will be numbered? I don't know. I don't know about all that. But, Not sure. Um, I don't know. I don't. Okay. I, I don't want to say that it'll be numbered. But I, we I could. Um, once we get things flushed out foolish. more, we would take orders and. Well, um, that would, that would really suck if you know if we made ten thousand, but a million people want them. I'm going to get those million people are comic books. Well, we don't know. Can we really print a million? We don't know <laughs> Here we this go. stuff. Literal again. It was a hype. It was well, a total hypothetical. Hypothetically, Forget we don't it. know how many we can print. I know yet. that, and that's not even the point. Let's talk about, um, jeez, but you get so literal with the numbers. I, I'm I just saying, <laughs> we don't know. It might know be that. a limited number. We'll, we'll give you more info Whatever. later. Okay, okay. Okay. Why do you always have to do that? Because you're getting into, you're getting into an area that just, has, just drop it and let's change. Let's go on to the next thing we're going to discuss. Yes. Why are you dragging that out? I, I, I'm trying cause I'm going to the next thing. Now we were, uh, you want to talk about uh, gnarly magazine? Yeah, and I, I actually wanted to bring that up. I almost forgot. Um, so we are now in the winter issue of Gnarly Magazine. So you can order one. Um, just Google Gnarly Magazine. G-N-A-R-L-Y. Yeah, what he said. G-N-A-R-L-Y. Gnarly. 
and they're based out of California. It's um, like the, the uh, what do they call it, custom culture. You know, the retro cars, the tiki art, um, surf, uh, rockabilly, all that cool stuff, like tattoo art. Uh, it's like, a it's a great it? mag. They and they found us on Instagram, and mm. I found them, and they uh, sent us a message or something asking if we wanted to be featured in one of their magazines, or one of their issues of the oh, magazine. Cool. And I was excited. I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So I have to check in my email, but um, we're we're making arrangements to carry Gnarly magazine in our Thrift Crypt store, and. Um, they sent us some questions, and I sent them some very detailed answers. I sent them some nice pictures, what I thought this to be is, nice. This is a three-page, full-spread article of us. Three about the pages. Mummy, the so this is the most exposure we've ever had in a magazine. Lots of photographs. So Cleveland Magazine, it was a small blurb. But they, we appreciate any yeah. any media attention. Oh, this this is but this pretty is this is thorough. huge and a yeah. great way to start the new year. Yeah, we kind of gloss over our origins in there, and uh, but it's mostly about the show and, the, and where it's going and how we met there. and how we got started. Yeah, it's a primer um, for the show if you've never if you wanted to know about it. But uh, yeah, it, you know, we'll have some copies available. You probably you're probably able to order it from their site. Yeah, yeah, just order it from Gnarly. The it's eight bucks, but it's worth it. It's like they're nice. Well yeah, they're nice. It's a nice magazine. It's different than any magazine I've seen really because it's full of art and counterculture. So it's pretty cool. And it has a lot of great like independent artists. They do little comics in there. It's like juxtaposed or some of those other uh, you know high fructose those but, really but, weird artsy magazines. But this isn't like highfalutin artsy. This is more like cool like subculture punk. artsy yeah like punk rockabilly surf. surf yeah it's really cool yeah so check us out in the latest issue of gnarly magazine the mummy the monkey they, we, they even our name is on the cover our photographs or our pictures aren't but you know it says you know hang out with the mummy and the monkey or something like that on the front. but i like that it says the mummy and the monkey on the cover and then yeah. right below it it says there's like an article oh. about king kong versus hitler yeah, or that's something a, that's a little story that's in there so that that's kind of funny and we're top billing over that. That's nice. Um, but yeah. And I put um, a little Freaking thing cool. about Gnarly Magazine on our Instagram as well. Freaking you can cool. also follow Gnarly Magazine on oh. Instagram. They'll, they'll show up oh. if you just type in Gnarly. Sorry for the burp. And you're burping again. Yes. It's the, it's the <laughs> pop and the and the chip dip. It's it's getting to me. But wow. And look, we burned a whole another hour out of someone's life. Wow. Talking we, about we, our lives. We can keep talking because there's so much we want to discuss. Well, let's save that for the next episode. Um, yeah, so we're going to try to get back on the weekly schedule with, with this show, with this um Could we podcast. have a bonus podcast and record two this week? Uh, we put out two? Yeah, we could. Would I that mean, be too unheard of? Maybe we could no. have one separate podcast after this talking about some of the reselling stuff. We could. We could. Oh, you mean do double? Yeah. Huh. Would you guys want that? Well, you already <laughs> heard heard this by then. And you've probably, yeah, you would have heard it by then. You don't make no sense. All right. Um, I don't know. We'll think about it, you know, over the next, over, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, heck, maybe tomorrow night over dinner we could talk yeah, about out the rest of it. Let's figure out a fun do way to do Do another podcast. You could hear us eat and stuff. It'll be fun. Yeah. And burp and, and fart and whatever. And then yeah, I think we're almost. We're, I think we're due for a uh, another. Are we, have we been doing this show for a year or no? No, we started this when. Start? When? when the heck did we start We've this? Been pretty in good. April, I think. When, was it? Th was it then? It was springtime or summertime. Jeez, yeah, we should be almost. Uh, we're and when like... we first started doing the podcast, it was religiously every week we recorded yeah. it. So, so if we're up to twenty six. That's like half a year. So twenty eighteen right? goals. We want to do more stuff with YouTube. We want to do more podcasts. We want to put more uh, Mummy Monkey stuff out there. Yeah. And I want to double my sales and really, really get serious with this and be more choosy um, with what I buy for the business. Yeah. And uh, if you're listening to the show, the podcast here, please write us and let us know. It, it, it helps encourage us to, uh, you know, do it. Uh, it motivates us. Very motivating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, and it's something I wish I would have done more and I should probably do more of stuff that I like now. As a kid, I didn't do that as much. I enjoyed everything, but I never wrote, 
and said I enjoyed it or didn't like it. Uh, and now on the other side of the, <laughs> being on the other side of the uh, whatever, uh, I could see how important that would have been to have gotten stuff if I was, you know, if I was enjoying something. It would be, you know, hey, thanks for, you know, doing the show. It's really fun. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just something short. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I wish I could go back and tell some of these people that I, I enjoyed their shows and whatever it was growing up. So, um, yeah, we want to thank our listeners, our fans, friends, and fiends out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, yeah. as Janet Takei would say. Yeah. So, yes. I guess that's it. That's I guess the we're, end. we're at the end of the show This for this episode, for the first episode of 2018 of Living the Screen. I want to thank you for listening always, and uh, check us out on themummyandthemonkey.com. And uh, until we meet again. Good night, good fright. See you later, alligators. You tell me that you don't want my love, and there's nothing, nothing, nothing I Cause you found